Hello. I wanted to start this episode by saying that I'm very silly and very jolly and I make a lot of jokes and I'm generally in a good mood because this episode was recorded before all the awful things that are happening in uh, Ukraine at the moment and I just wanted to let you all know that it's not I'm not we I had no idea so I wasn't being silly being light-hearted in spite of all this stuff um, it hadn't happened yet I am pretty devastated by what's going on I I wasn't really affected by COVID too much obviously people died and it was awful and sad but it didn't get to me that much didn't bother me but this really is horrendous and awful and my heart really goes out to all those people who have been displaced and had their homes destroyed and all their things and their it's not good so if I come across as being flippant or facetious or just generally you know not bothered just please bear in mind that this was a lovely weekend and then everything went to hell so yeah I've been very inspired by the people who are um, selling prints uh, for donations to charities uh, I'm going to try and find some links to organizations and charities in the show description uh, I've personally donated some clothing to uh, a, a convoy that's gone over to the country or somewhere nearby I am um, obviously I have no personal experience of this so I can't imagine how it must be for those guys but I really uh, I really do wish them all the best and yeah I've not decided yet whether I'll I do want to keep making episodes I know it doesn't seem very um, appropriate but we'll see anyway I hope you enjoy this one come on I think it's this way Marsden on the Cone Valley. I hope this is the way. I really don't want to have to be checking my phone every two minutes. But I've not been to Marsden for a very long time. Not on any fun business at least. And it is a rather delightful place, I have to say. And there's supposed to be red arrows telling me where to go, but I haven't seen any red arrows yet. Dante, wait. So, I've caved and checked my phone. And I'm about to pass the world's tiniest caravan. I think I've got to go past the church. 
which makes sense. Will you stop pulling? Oh, is it toilet time? Okay, let's do toilet time and then we can move on, can't we? Oh my goodness. That is the tiniest caravan. That is barely bigger than a mini. Okay, 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 stop pulling. I'm wandering around like a tourist, when in fact this is just the second village along from where I grew up. <laughs> One of those incredible things that you don't know the place where you live, but you know some Scottish island a thousand miles away. <laughs> My goodness, this is tiny. I'm taller than this caravan. Wow, someone's in there. It's nuts. Yeah. So I've got to go this way, and I've got to find the towpath for the canal, because that's where I'm walking. But I don't know if it's... I know what the general direction is, but it could be this way, it could be this way. I know I'm on completely the wrong side of town. I could have done with parking a bit closer, but... Sometimes you just got to park where you can. This looks promising. I need a bin, though. I'm sure I'll find one. Oh, I've started rambling already. What a great start. So welcome back to the show. Um, this is February. And it's my... It's my little half-term break. And it's actually Friday. The end of my little half-term break. And... Uh, this week has been pretty disastrous. I'm going completely the wrong way. I need to keep walking up there. Don't tell you going this way, come on. Yeah, the weather is just, as everybody knows, I'm not saying it's just me, I'm not complaining. The weather has completely destroyed my week off. So I've done zero photography and I wanted to go out and do so much. I had at least three locations in mind. And things have just, you know, been busy and life has happened. I mean, it does happen. It's okay. But it means that today is the only day I've had to come out and um, do something. I had yesterday, but the weather looked promising and then gave up pretty quick. So today is in fact the day. And so far the weather's managed to hold off. It's the forecast said it would be fairly sunny. But uh, the sun's not quite up yet. <laughs> it's getting there, it's trying. But it's not quite. There's my turn off. I'm going to go completely the wrong way. But I'm going to go the way that I wanted to go. The way that excited me. And I'm going to let Dante off the lead. And see how it goes. It doesn't say I have to have him on the lead. And there's no one else about. My only concern is him jumping in the canal. But I don't think he will. He's not that daft. So, I've come to Marsden as an alternative to my first choice of location. You see, 
when it's a holiday it's a good chance to stack up on doing all the things you can't do during term time like visit the garage visit the dentist make doctor's appointments stuff that you just can't do um, because of work and that's what this week has been it's been dentists and cars and stuff like that and it's all been fine come on pooch but uh, wow that's a proper canal boat no 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 Dante come on that's someone's home you can't go there but it just means that uh, there's not been a lot of time for anything else until today so yeah my, my first plan I was going to go down into the Peak District right down into Derbyshire or past Derbyshire actually I think well deep into it and I was going to visit the Alport Castles which is a magnificent rock formation in the middle of the moors up a hill but I actually looked at the route and it said that it was a five hour walk there and a five hour walk back I think it was either, it was either a five hour walk in total or one there and one back and I thought I'm not doing that today simply because I've got something to do this afternoon I didn't want to be destroying myself just before I go back to school I'm supposed to be relaxing and resting so I thought where can I go, what can I do the light's going to be good today, I can tell because we've got kind of low hanging cloud and the sun's trying its best and I really wanted to go somewhere and do something and I wanted to come walk by the canal for years and I never have and so I was looking at Marsden and I was looking at the other places and I saw that there was an old bridge on the route so that's where I'm going I'm going to find this bridge don't know where it is I don't know where I don't know where it is but uh I'm going to find it. It says it's a 30 minute walk from roughly where I am. So my plan is to go to Stanage Tunnel Visitor Centre, cut up onto the top road and then join the path and walk back along uh, up into the hills. I'm not going up a hill, I'm going right into the bottom of a hill so I'm hoping the light will kind of sneak up on me. But you never know. You never know. Yeah, so I'm a bit sad I didn't get to go to the castles today, but one day I've got uh, got the summer. <laughs> oh well, I reckon all my um, all my summer expenditure will be on sky this time <coughs> now because the weather's been so bad and because life is just getting in the way and my other projects are taking over a little bit it might be 
and I hate to say this, it might be that I miss a week or two because I have not had time to make episodes I haven't had the time or the film or the weather so I'll try but I can't guarantee it it might be until maybe late April that I miss a, miss a week or two we'll see I'll try not to But yes, today's um, a special trip, special episode, for a couple of reasons. One is it's the first time this year that I've been out with the Strange Finder. And I'm really looking forward to using that camera again. Not been out with it this year yet. It's February, which, you know, two years ago was the first time I used it in February, so it's quite nice. Um, and I'll talk about the other reason why soon but yeah I'm excited to be out with the strange friend sorry I'm just looking at where I've got to go now because I'm coming up to the visitor centre I don't really want to take a picture here although maybe I should because there's no one around and it would be quite a nice scene I've also got the um, holder with a shutter because I still have half a roll in that camera that I never used. Come on, you can't go in the canal. So let me just see. Dante, let me just see where the path from Stendhal's tunnel. Oh, it's a lovely morning. So I've got to somehow cross the railway line. I'll cross the canal. Let's just go under here and see what... Uh... Ah, there's a red arrow. I'm on the right path. Let's see what it all looks like. So this is the standard visitor centre. I don't really see anywhere I can take a picture. But there is a crossing over point, which is good. Oh, the red light's on. Can't be... Uh... Can't be good. Oh, okay. <clears throat> you are here. Stanley's tunnel. Blah blah blah. That's from going. That's from going. That's a good. Uh, that's a good thing. No, there's the visitor. There's the engine house. I think oh. I don't know whether to go and use a frame down there or shall I wait and see if I've got a frame on the way back there's nobody there well, there is someone there the tunnel's closed though so it's not as exciting as maybe it could be no come on let's continue with our mission we are on a mission today. Because as nice as all this old stuff is, I'm really interested in um, photographing some more wild things. So my path is leading me up um, somewhere. Yes. I need to get onto this top road and then just keep following it 
until until the crossroads and then until like a a style that can't be right huh. how about that and if I see anything good on the way I can photograph it so I'm now just walking on the side of the road which is not that fun really I don't think that is a, a pathway and I bet there's no footpath it's all just on the road oh no looks like there's a footpath oh that's good the light is amazing this morning I just wish there was something I could point my camera at and I've got a couple of rolls of film so if I do run out I can always use some art and I'll tell you what I'm taking this coat off I know this is the second time this has happened recently but it is quite warm wandering around like this I need to keep some treats out for the old dogfish down there but they can go in the pocket behind you guys oh there's some money in there great stuff yeah so I'm now above Stanley's tunnel I'm going to walk the path and hopefully find this bridge it looks like it's gonna be quite a long path so I'll talk for a little bit about what I'm doing and then I'll stop recording I didn't bring any music to listen to because I'm an idiot so I'm just gonna to have to enjoy the sounds of the landscape and the birds because the birds have started singing which is nice to listen to and hopefully now and again I'll hear the train go past and oh my other hog is here and a light bulb how lovely this is what happens when your camera bag gets stuffed in the back cupboard with all the utility things in it with all sorts of stuff in it not that I'm saying my holger is a utility thing but. so I've actually got two holgers Dan take it out of there it's muddy yes so what am I actually doing I have run out of Xtol basically the story of my life my uh, the developer I like to use is gone and so I cannot develop any more rolls of film this is of course not true I have another developer but I've never used it before it is completely foreign to me and that's what today is all about I probably should have gone somewhere I know pretty well instead of somewhere new but uh, this is how it is oh. someone with a Dissler and a real long lens and take oi morning
looking for kingfishers no doubt yeah so I've got um, a roll of a roll I've got a bottle of the 510 pyro developer from the photography show back in September and he says I get a lot of rolls out of it and I've not used it yet because I wanted Max to alter it out which it has so I'm shooting two rolls today to see what it's like so I should have gone somewhere that I know where I'm not too bothered about the images I'm going to get not somewhere new where it might be quite nice but that is me now this developer it is a staining developer I think um, it's different to what I've used before I think it's and I know it's not anything like Ragnall but I think it's method of measuring is going to be slightly Ragnall like I could be completely wrong but it is very soupy and it did come with a little syringe type of thing so I'm going to shoot a roll in the strange finder and then see what it's like now I was talking to my good friend Andrea him of the magical 3D printed pinhole cameras and he sent me some information about it talking about stand developing so I'm thinking at the minute what my idea might be is to develop the roll in the holger with a shutter normally and develop the roll with the strange finder as like a stand develop I don't know I don't know what I'm going to do I'm going to just shoot it and then see what the uh, advice tells me now this is going to be interesting because I've developed a system for working with um, Xtol and I've developed times for working with Xtol so I'm about to throw all out the window really because I tend to shoot and push develop so I'll shoot at 200 develop for 250 and regain some contrast but according to everything I've read and spoken to about this developer it doesn't really work that way from everything I've managed to glean it works at box speed or lower so it is in fact better for pulling rather than pushing and the reason this is so exciting for me is because I really want to start doing some albumin prints and obviously I don't want to albumin print 6-7 negatives well it wouldn't be such a bad thing I'm far more interested in uh, album and printing six, seven negatives. This tree is fantastic. I have to photograph it. Uh, four by five negatives. So if it looks good, you know, at this scale, it'll look good at a bigger scale. That's my hope. Whether or not that's true, I've no idea.
So I'm gonna actually shoot all these images at 100 ISO instead of 200, which is against my usual method of doing things. And then I'm gonna develop for whatever it says to develop at. So 100, this tree is really cool and it's really nicely lit. So nine is my darkest spot. Yep, that works. So that's gonna be 15 seconds, I think. There's a woodpecker up there somewhere. Ages since I've seen a woodpecker. So the tripod's really low on the ground. I'm just gonna do a, a simple, oh, I could get a bit closer to that branch there. Yes. That's what I'm gonna do. Yes. So 15 seconds. Dante. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. The light is real good today. The sun is just perfect. It's kind of sad that I didn't get to go to the massive rock formations because it would have been magical up there. But still, it's nice down here and I found a cool tree. Yeah, so I'm hoping that the... Um, because what I found out when I did album printing the last time was that you need kind of a denser negative. So I'm hoping that the staining effect of the pyro will complement that and provide me with some extra density that will allow for larger format prints Come on. to to be possible. Now I haven't brought any 4x5 because I wanted to see what it would do first and I'm not even using the 4x5 film that I've got, I'm using FP4 whereas the 4x5 I've got is from 100 but it'll give me an idea I hope. I don't. I really don't know what I'm doing. It's just the only developer I've got, and I've got to learn to do it. <laughs> so I've been waffling on long enough now. I'm going to walk on this uh, this lovely walk, and when I get to my objective, I will talk to you again. Hi everyone, just a quick message here just to thank you for listening to the show and that every single listen and every single listener is massively appreciated. It really does warm my heart to know that so many people enjoy the show and enjoy hearing about mine and Dante's adventures in the world of photography. If you would like to support the show and contribute to buying film, buying chemicals, organising trips and equipment, then you can. The coffee page has got some more stuff going up on it and I'm going to be a little bit more active on that going forward. If you feel able to, buying me a coffee would go a long way to helping make the show possible. If you have any comments, questions or suggestions, you can get in touch by emailing tellsfromthemagicbox at outlook.com and of course all the images from the show are available to see on Instagram. Tells from the Magic Box podcast is the thing to search for. And if you really want to get in touch, Twitter is a great way to do it. You can message me or just join on one of my random chats that I put up there. 
at TFTMB. I always enjoy hearing from people and it's great to know that the community is out there. Alright, let's get back to the adventure. So I walked along the road a little ways and I went past the Horseshoe Waterfall which it doesn't look like I can get down to. Which is a shame because bonus waterfalls are always good. But now I'm heading on the path down to where this bridge is and it's a delightful little area. It's uh, lots of fallen trees after this wind but yeah it's all fresh flowing water from the moors, morning light flooding through the trees. It's magical. I anticipate mud. Lots of mud where I'm going. But like I say this is the first time I've been out all week so I can deal with a bit of mud. I'm actually going to break out the holder with the shutter because there's some lovely light going on and I really want to try and capture it. There's dark skies above the hills up there. I'll just take a little meter reading because I unfortunately I've already started shooting this at 200 so it kind of is what it is. Yeah it's the same so I'll say I don't know, f11 30th of a second, f8 60th of a second so f8 I'm at. What was that 60th? That's already set that's good. That's a good handheld speed. Can't complain. Woo! Dante is loving exploring. Just say keep a dog on the lead from a certain period of time but it's not that period of time yet. I'm not worried about Dante at all. He's, he's a very good boy. Does what he's told. And there is someone following me now. Which is good. What frame am I on on this? I must be halfway through the roll. Yeah, I um, <laughs> I totally on that last trip decided to um, the, the light really happened as I was leaving and I decided to break out a new roll. I probably messed up the roll that I already had but it seemed to have come out okay but uh, you know I talked about that last week so I'm not going to go over it again. Last week, last episode is what I meant to say. And there's the bridge from here. And now it's windy. And the coat is going to have to go back on. Oh, there's a little waterfall. Wow. This is a bridge. Proper stone bridge from yonks ago. Me and Dancy are going to walk over it. <laughs> I like it. So I'm just going to redress 
because it's a bit nippy now. I've stopped uh, moving around so much. There's a little wooden totem pole here, which I like. So I'm just going to get that with the holger. The holger with a shutter that everybody loves. It looks like there's a couple of walks up into the hill. So what I'll probably do is spend a bit of time at this bridge because that's what I've come for. And then I'll walk up. I don't know which way to walk because this way doesn't look like much, but there are some rocks up there. The other way though, there are trees and rocks and maybe another waterfall. We'll see. But I mean, there's plenty to do exactly where I am. It's, it's kind of a, a wee treasure trove. So I'm just gonna... <clears throat> there's a shot there actually, which I'm just gonna get with the Holger because the light's coming through that bridge just beautifully and I really wanna get it. Well, it looks good. So I'm just gonna stand. There we go. It's nice. And this is FP4 still, I think. Should must be, because I'm shooting it at 200. What do you think, Dante? Do you like it here? I like it here. Now this bridge has got a few names. In my research this morning, it's got three names. It's either called Close Gate Bridge, Easter Gate Bridge, or something else, which I can't remember. It's got a couple of names. So I don't know which one's which. One's which. So I'm just going to call it Closegate Bridge because that's the first name that I came across when I was investigating this little walk. So the three things that I've got to photograph here are this little totem pole, the bridge itself and there's a little waterfall just there. It's not a big waterfall, it's, it's probably knee height but uh, it's accessible and there is in fact a path that leads round to where the bridge is, so I'm going to follow this little path. Through that gate there's some old farm equipment which I'm probably not allowed to go into but it would be very cool if I could. Come on Dante! Now the light is temporarily gone so I am at this moment a little bit... No it's coming back. It's not direct light, it's really nice morning light. And I think my first shot is going to be from right here. I'm not directly under the bridge, I'm kind of off to one side. And I think this will work really well with the pinhole camera because I'll get some of this foreground and I've got a nice rock to position on. And I'm going to do this one landscape orientation. Now I've got to be careful how I point this thing because I want to get a lot of the river in. But I want to get the bridge and this tree behind it in as well. So I'm just going to put it straight forward. There's some real nice shapes going on here. And I'm just going to do 15 seconds again. I'm just going to count it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, twenty, fourteen, fifteen. And again, this is me shooting at ISO 100 for 
whatever developing time I'm going to end up using. And I really need to do something about the winders on this camera. They are absolutely screwed, especially the main one. Ugh. Making winders is the hardest part of making cameras, I think. After dark slides. No, making dark slides is the hardest part of making cameras. Okay, now, the bridge itself is over the stream, so I'm going to get... If I stand here, I've got water and rocks in the foreground, which is just delightful. Um, but I kind of want to be a bit more... These rocks are very slippery. I could have done with my water shoes. I keep saying this and never bring them. I need to be closer. This is too far away. And that's good because here there's more rocks to stand on. Slippery rocks, which I've just slipped on. <laughs> okay, I want to be... I didn't actually want to go in the river, but it looks like I am. Okay, where do I stand? I'm going to have to stand here. That looks good. So I'm directly underneath this bridge now. I'm not going to point directly up at it, I'm going to point slightly down. And again, 15 seconds, so... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. That's frame three. I'm going to take that again, but I'm going to take it in landscape orientation because uh, this bridge really does work well in landscape, I think. And also, I'm going to try and just shimmy over a little bit, sit on these rocks here without slipping in the river because I want to get some more of this water flowing and maybe get a bit closer down which means extending the tripod out a little bit. There we go. Now I've just got to wait for the light to come back. Oh, Dante is such a good boy. You're a good boy, are you? Here it comes. One. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. That was nice because the light literally came and went as I was taking the picture. Right, let's get out of this river. Oh, so glad I've got waterproof boots on. Honestly, if you're ever doing anything like this, please make sure you've got the right kind of footwear. Footwear you can get away with relatively inexpensive fleeces, coats. My coat wasn't expensive by any shot. Um, hats, my hat was, you know, maybe a fiver, I don't know. But please, 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 if you are going outside, 
for any kind of walk or any kind of water, make sure you get good footwear. It is the most important thing. Because your feet are important. And if you're on them all the time, it is really important. Right, I don't really know where to stand for this one. There's obvious places and then there's maybe less obvious places. The best place would be over there where the swirling eddies are, but I can't really get to that. So I'm going to have to try my look down here. Which at its best is slippery. <laughs> at its worst is full body plunge. Dante is bored already. Because of course he is, this bridge is fantastic. You know, maybe I'll just leave this waterfall. It's, I've got lots of waterfall pictures. The light is cheaping out on me today. I'm not happy about it. Let's see what's going on on the other side of this bridge. Because it still looks good from this side. Even if it's not quite as photogenic, it's still pretty good. Oh, I could get one from actually on the bridge itself. That might be quite interesting. I'm aware I don't really want to spend all day here because, come on, I do want to go and have a look up the valley a little bit. Yes, I think I'll take one looking over the bridge. It's pretty, it's pretty swish in its, uh... No, the only problem is, no, there's a tree there, it's it's quite good. I could have done with the uh, the thing being a little bit higher, the sun. So I could possibly save it until I come back. There's another nice shot from this side, which again is fairly obvious, but I doubt anyone's got it with this kind of camera before. Question is, will I get it all in? And the answer is probably not. But I think it's worth a worth a stab. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. 15. I have no idea how that one's going to come out. That's going to be interesting to see. So I just, I just literally put it on the wall by the side of the path and then look down. I'm not going to take one looking over the bridge because I'm not. But the light on that waterfall has changed my mind. So I'm going to go and scramble down there and see what I can get. And then I've got two more frames on this camera and a bunch of Holger stuff. So I'm going to walk up into the hills. I just need to wind on. I don't know how I'm going to get this waterfall, but the light coming on it is really quite nice. I'm just going to have to slide down this slope on my ass. <laughs> I 
Right, that wasn't so bad. Ooh. I'm going to raise the tripod up quite a bit though, because I know it'll wobble, but there's no other way I can get down to reach it. Dante, it's okay. I'm all right. Promise. Please don't push me. Okay. This waterfall is really nice. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 13, 14, 15. And what I'm getting on this is like bands of white that are moving through the water as it's coming down. It's made this really nice effect. Now getting up here is far more tricky than getting down. Okay. Whew. This is uh, intense. Right. That's the bridge done with then. I don't really think there's any more compositions I could do. I think I've got all the good ones. So I'm going to wind the camera on. I'm not going to take this totem pole because I've got it on the holder. I'm going to wind on and I'm just going to have a little wander up into the hills and see what's up here because part of these trips is reconnaissance and if I can find something up here that's worth coming back for with a less superior camera to this one then uh, I can do so at the top of this well I'm not really at the top I'm maybe three quarters of the way up this uh, pathway, stone pathway, um, I can look across and see the Pule Hill workings which I visited last year. Apparently there's a natural arch up there but I don't know if I saw it or not. I don't recall seeing it but then I was very excited by the things that were there. It's amazing this old industrial landscape is all based around the canal and in fact this bridge um, he's a pack horse bridge and they would have used the horses to walk over the land and meet the boats on the other side because um, the Stanage Tunnel it literally cuts through the hills all the way through until you get to Lancashire which is just over yonder and um, the horses couldn't go through there, so they had to walk the horses over the moors. And this is one of the paths that they used to tramp them across. And the people on the boats would lie on their backs and walk along the top of the tunnel. I think, I don't know if that's true. That might not be here. They would go through in the dark, which is scary. I've been in there, it's not nice. 
But yeah, the horses would come over and all these bridges, all these wee pack horse bridges are for that, for the pack horses that would tow the tow the boats along the canal. Yeah. Magic from a bygone age. Anyway, I wanted to talk about something that happened. Not to me, but it was something I saw on I think it was Twitter. Um the Mr Andrew Bartram who is so generous and has helped me out more than he'll ever know through his kind words and advice. He put a post up about what well, maybe thinking about getting rid of his all of his cameras and just concentrating on pinhole. And if you know anything about Andrew, which I'm sure you do if you listen to this. He is um of course semi-retired now and has a lot of time to delve into this passion and he started his darkroom and he's doing his wonderful prints um, but I was interested by this tweet that he said and I didn't comment on it because I wanted to talk about it here and the reason I wanted the reason it hit me so hard was because I've had the exact same thought I have maybe not as many cameras as he does but I have a lot of cameras and I've often thought why not just get rid of them all? Don't use them. Someone else could probably use them. Just get rid. Some of them are worth probably quite a bit of money. And I've thought about it a lot over the past year or two. Since starting this podcast, mainly. Um, and I've reached a momentary conclusion. I'll say a momentary conclusion because I don't know whether it's going to be a a conclusion that reaches through time I think a new boiler <laughs> might sway my hand a little bit but it's a conclusion that I've reached for now and it is this don't sell them basically um, maybe sell some of them but don't sell all of them one of the ones he mentioned was his RB67 or RZ67, one of those. Uh, I don't have one of those, but I do have a Bronica SQA, which is uh, kind of similar. I'm just going to take these trees here because they look really good in the light. Um, yeah, an RB67, which is similar to my Bronica SQA. And this Bronica SQA that I've got has, you know, two film backs, three lenses, an eye level finder, waist level finder, it's got all the kit and caboodle. And I could probably raise maybe 700 pounds. Maybe, I don't know. So, should I sell it? The answer to that at the minute is no, because the SQA has a very particular use. It's no good for doing stuff outside, I've discovered. It's no good for doing landscape stuff. It's no good for um, outdoor adventures. I do enjoy using the camera. I don't enjoy the pictures I get from the camera. Again, another good reason to actually sell the thing. But again, the answer is no, because it has a particular use, which in my mind is portraits. The camera, is probably more designed to be a studio camera for making portraits. And 
if Emma ever wants portraits making or I ever want to take some, I have a good camera to do that with. So I shouldn't sell it because that particular use might pop up. Sorry, I'm just taking a picture with the Holger. The path is brilliant. It's uh, curving towards the bridge. The bridge is not very easy to see, but it is curving away towards that bridge. And it does look rather nice. So I'm just going to take it twice just in case. In this kind of less harsh light. There we go. And that's one roll finished. I've got a couple of shots left on the strange finder and then I can call this episode a day. But yeah, I've got a few cameras like that. Obviously things like the cursed isolate, the icon, meta. Maybe I could sell. And maybe I'd get 20 quid for them. But something like the Bronica, I might use it. I just might, and I don't want to be in a position where I want it and don't have it, and I've just found a better composition than the one I just had. Oh, that's infuriating. I'm going to try it with the strange finder and see what I get. So, if, I don't know if Andrew will listen to this, I would advise him maybe not to sell all of his cameras, because you just never know. Might be one day you are wanting to do something with that RB67, and you don't have it. It might be one day that you are itching for some large format and you don't have it. And the other thing to consider is they will never be cheap ever again. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> so my recommendation would be don't sell these cameras probably won't be a good idea and in your semi-retirement it might be worth just considering what might come up now this entire valley here is now flooded with light and the darker areas of this scene are now at 11 which has shifted my Exposure times to two seconds So I'm going to go ahead and expose this for two seconds. I'm pointing at exactly the same scene. I had just from lower down One two I'm Probably not sure how this is going to turn out It's probably not going to turn out very well because of the amount of light in this valley. I'm sad that I didn't check this low vantage point before climbing up that hill to take that picture because it would have been a really good picture with the Holger I do now I don't want to reload the camera because then I have to shoot another roll of film before I can develop it I'd rather just come back you know so I have one more frame come on Dante I have one more frame with the strange finder and I've got to decide now whether I want to do the bridge or that little totem pole I feel like I should do the bridge since that's what I'm here for. I'm not going to save one and do the standish tunnel. I see no point. I think I'm going to do the top of the bridge like what I said I would do. And you know I'm only ever going to use one of these pictures. <laughs> Maybe two.
still it's nice to get out and do something I was feeling a bit itchy you know with all this rain and weather and oh what a beautiful day to be out so I'm glad I'm really glad I've come out and yes maybe I could have gone somewhere more exciting and yes maybe there were more intriguing things I could have done but honestly this is a really nice place to come now the decision I've got to make here is the bridge is going to be really nicely lit from the front because the sun is going to be on it I've got a few pictures of that already however there is a nice scene looking back here where I could get some water in the bridge maybe a bit smaller in the frame the top of the bridge is still not lit and I ain't hanging around because I've got stuff to do the waterfall the lighting on the waterfall is now rubbish see I kind of want to be down there but getting there is not easy but I suppose it is possible so I should definitely investigate it I'm always looking for that shot, you know, the shot that's going to lead to the best composition. And this could be it. Because it's all very well having the bridge to be the main attraction, but sometimes the main attraction isn't the thing you've come for. Sometimes the main attraction is other stuff. The only problem is getting across this river, which is always a problem for me because I never bring the appropriate footwear. No, there's no way I can get across. Not without getting absolutely drenched or slipping and falling on my ass. I could try and jump. I'm going to get wet. I know I'm going to get wet. I could always take my boots off. Oh, hell. But then, yeah, I'll take my boots off. I'll just get cold. <laughs> I don't mind getting wet feet. I just don't want to get wet socks and stuff, you know? That's the worst composition had better be worth it the things I do oh it's freezing cold out here this water is going to be absolutely ice cold I know it right I'm going to hide my boots behind this rock I'm going to hide my bag behind this rock I won't need to meter anything I've already metered I'm going in the river barefoot I hope there's no glass in here Dante is looking at me like, come on you big wimp. Okay, here we go. Oh my goodness. It's really slippy. Oh, it's cold. Oh my goodness. Oh. 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 Okay, right, I'm here, this is the composition I've been looking for, this is it, ladies and gentlemen, photography is over, I've done it, this is the photograph to end all photographs, oh. Oh. Dante get out my shot.
Right, I'm getting real low, as low as I can without doing upside down camera. I've got the bridge. I've got the trees. I've got swirling water. Dante, come over here. Come over here. Sit. Sit. Wait. Sit. Just sit down. I've got swirling water, swirling scum in the foreground. I've got the water, I've got the river, I've got the bridge, I've got the trees. This is going to be the greatest photograph ever taken in the history of uh, pinhole science. I'm just going to wind on so I'm actually on frame eight. I'm just going to do 15 seconds again. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Andrew, sell all your cameras. You no longer need them. Everybody, it's been nice. It's been nearly 200 years. Sorry dude, we didn't quite make it. Um, I, uh, I admire all your efforts, I really do. Magnum. Nice try. But uh, this is it. Photography is over. You can all go home. <laughs> oh my goodness, I've got to get across this cold water again now. Oh my goodness. Fortunately, the water flow is not too bad. It's just blinking cold. I'm muddy. Oh man. Okay, I'm just going to sit here and watch my feet drop off from hypothermia and let them recover a little minute. Oh. Okay, that was Closegate Bridge or Eastergate Bridge and my feet are officially going to fall off so. I'm going to stop recording and I will catch up with you for the developing. Yes, it's going to be a developing one. Okay, sayonara. Hello again. So I seem to have lots of um, uh, 
images that I've taken. I, I'll start just saying the um, the Holger pictures didn't really come out that well. They were all a bit meh and I wasn't too bothered about them. There was one from the, the previous shoot which was quite nice which is um, that's when the lights started kicking off again. It's uh, a tree, a couple of trees and a gate and a wall and it's nice and textured and shadowed so that, that's quite a nice one. I'll, I'll post that one up. There was another one of Dante which is really cute and he's looking up at the cameras. So the Holger ones didn't really come across but the strange finder shots from this bridge are just spectacular. Absolutely fantastic. I'm really impressed with how they've come out. Um, I've got actually apart from one I've got all eight pictures and all eight pictures I think are really strong apart from one yeah so um, the one that didn't really come off was the last picture looking at the path none of the pictures of that path came off really well it's an interesting shot there's lots of sun stuff and refraction I don't know what that effect is called where it gets all weird in the bottom of the frame but it, it, no it's not really good so forget that one uh, the first one I took of the tree the twisty tree is really nice uh, there's a, a branch really close to the pinhole which is pretty cool the lights really good the shapes really good uh, there is <laughs> a slight shadow of the camera in the foreground but you can't really tell if you're not looking for it and yeah it's just it's just a really good image of a tree I kind of wish I'd been a bit over to the right a little bit or a bit closer to that twisty branch but you can tell what it is and it's, it's definitely got a lot of depth to it and in a weird way a lot of sharpness which is nice so the first one was good and the second one I can't remember which one the second one was I'm pretty sure it will be this oh, I could just look at the no I can't never mind well I'll just go through them in order them because I've got lots obviously they're all of the bridge uh, the, the bridge itself, I've got two similar kind of pictures. One is portrait and one is landscape. Um, they both come off really well. The I want to say the portrait one is probably better as an image. It's got a, a more of a diagonal tilt to it and the river kind of leads your eye up the scene. The problem with this one is the other one was there's quite a lot of brightness in the background behind the bridge. And this really does... Um, it affected the way I was editing, it's not too bad I suppose, but it is a bit a big white patch in the middle of the frame. But the water looks really good, the plants look really good, and the tree in the background looks good. That's why the second one is probably not as good, because even though it it's probably compositionally a bit of a better image because it's landscape, the uh, the portrait view of the bridge just, just looks a bit better in my opinion. The water still looks nice in this landscape image, but it's just a different shot altogether really. Uh, I've got a picture of the bridge from on top of the wall looking over to the trees and this is a really strong image, lots of uh, light and texture and detail, the water looks great, the stonework looks great, the trees look fantastic, you can even just see just a little bit in the, the very left of the frame the waterfall, the hills in the background, the sky is not blown out, everything about this image is just fantastic. It's a really good pinhole image of a really good location and yeah the light just really works 
it wouldn't work if it were in colour, I don't think. Not at this time of the year anyway, maybe in maybe in autumn. And I'll probably go back in the autumn actually, it looks quite good like uh, a good location for that. Uh, I will talk about that one in a minute. What have we got next? Just flicking through them all now. Hey, where's all the... Where's they all gone? Right. The next one I want to talk about is the little waterfall with the, the shafts of light coming through it. And the shafts of light, I think, were from the gate. Now, I did have to crop and rotate this one a little bit, so it's not the whole image, but um, this particular section of it looks really good. Because of the way I was positioned, I was kind of on an angle. And um, I got a lot of water in that wasn't really doing anything. You couldn't see through it and it wasn't adding to the picture. So I, um, I cropped it just to emphasize the light passing through the, the waterfall. And it really does add a bit of three-dimensionality to the image. I did have to dodge and burn it a little bit. But you can definitely see the shafts of light moving through the, the water. And it looks really good. There's the hills in the background and some nice texture in the rocks. And I'm glad I took this. I wasn't going to, and I'm really glad I did. It, it really works as an image, and I, I love it. Uh, the next one is the bridge from the other side. So it's looking towards the path and the gate. <laughs> this one, I've got the camera in the shadow of the camera and the tripod in the shot. And you can see it's not something you can ignore it's still a nice picture it's, i don't think it's quite as good as the other one but it um with the, <laughs> the camera shadow in it it looks really good so yeah it's uh it's an interesting one and then the last one i wanted to talk about is the the shot to end photography which is not as good as i thought it would be it's still a really nice image and i'm really pleased with it but i think we can all keep our cameras and uh keep buying film please this shot, I was in the water and I was probably a little bit too far away from the, the bridge, but there's some lovely things going on here. So we've got the bridge, we've got all the trees, which is a nice, you know, top of the image. It's not just plain sky, which is good. There's some interest up there. You've still got some hills in the background. The bridge itself, it's a really nice prominent feature in the image in the top right hand portion. And then you've got dark rocks all down the left, um, which they don't really lead your eye in but they do add a lot of interest there's lots of uh, places for your eyes to travel around this image and it's got a lovely arc through it the textures in the water you can see through the water a little bit in some of the rocks there's there's bubbles and there's a little waterfall in the middle it's just a really quality image uh, the light is not as good as it was on that previous one but I have to say that this image is pretty special and I would love to try and make an album and print of it so between this one and the other one I think I'm going to try and make an album and print of at least one of these when I get around to it it'll have to be a digital negative of course but uh, I think that will be okay um, as for the uh, blah, 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 developer so I was using the 510 developer I didn't recall the developing because I got really confused and didn't know what I was doing. It's very goopy stuff. You have to be very careful when measuring out because it's pretty toxic. But measuring it and mixing it was fairly simple. It doesn't take a lot. It's a, it's a, a 1 to 100 dilution. So in a tank 
in the standard Patterson tanks, mine's 660, I think. I was using 6 millilitres, whatever that is, whatever was in the syringe. Um, you have to use water as a stop bath instead of stop, so that's good because I don't have to buy a stop anymore. Well, as long as I want to keep using this developer. And you don't have to... Oh, you can't use rapid fix, you've got to use a, an odorless fixer, and Photospeed does one. The I don't think this one lasts as long as regular fixer. I did have to mix up a new batch for this. But overall, the developing process was not too bad. It was... Um, the times, it says you can use... There is a data sheet, and the data sheet said um, use 10 minutes for FP4. And then it also said you can use standard times for stock D76, which is what I did on the, um, yeah, what's it called? The, the darkroom app. The, what's it called? Massive dev chart app. Um, because the, the times on the massive dev chart app for this developer, it says don't use them. It's very specific about not using those times. Um, use the ones on the data sheet. So I used the D76 times and it worked out really well. It gives you a really lovely negative. There's a lot more detail I'm seeing on this than I would be seeing on something like Xtol or Caffanol. Um, when I'm looking at these images, and this, these are scanned at 1200 dpi, I'm noticing there's a lot more texture and there's a lot more difference between light areas and dark areas. Sometimes I think with someone like Xtol, FP4 can get a little bit, not muddy, but mushy, I want to say. Uh, tones tend to mush together. Whereas in this, they're very crisp and clear, but they still have an oldie-worldie aesthetic, which I think is really nice. Um, I developed two rolls, and you can't really tell by looking at the bottle. It's... Um, it's great stuff and I'm looking forward to using it uh, in the future. I think the next time I'll use it is going to be on some large format because I want to see how uh, how it does there with the bigger bigger negative. Uh, yeah, so that was the 510 Pyro. I'm sure I'll have more luck with it in the future. It, from what I can tell, it's going to last me a long time. So, we'll see. But I did enjoy using it this time, although I did need be a bit more clean and less, uh, what's the word, a bit more careful when I was using it around my kitchen, which I probably shouldn't be doing. I did want to talk about one other thing before I go. I, <laughs> in between the last episode and this episode, I ordered 10, uh, yeah, 10 Strange Finder zines and sold them all, which was really nice. So, I'm going to be ordering another 10. Uh, I've not ordered them yet, but they are £10 each. They feature images from the last two years, some select images from the Strange Finder, colour and black and white. Um, they're only little, but they've had really good reviews and people seem to like them. They've gone to all sorts of places in the world, Australia, uh, the Netherlands, uh, America, um, Bristol. So, if you would like one, um, it's PayPal, and you can message me on Twitter or Instagram or email. Somebody please send me an email. And that's all I'll say about that. I'm going to be ordering 10, so there's 10 for sale, and 
I hope you would like to buy one. Anyway, I will see you for the next episode. It's going to be a cracker. I'm really, really excited to share it with you. And, um, yeah, au revoir. You have been listening to Tales from the Magic Box. Me and Dante would like to say a massive thank you to Mike Gutterman for lending us some of his music for the show. It really means a lot to us and it adds a whole other dimension to what would have been a pretty dull podcast otherwise. Also, thank you to Kevin McLeod for his wonderful opening music. And thank you to all you guys for listening. What do you think, Dante? (laughs) Okay, I'll see you guys for the next one. Bye.